Have you ever been the biggest thing stopping yourself? Have you been your biggest critic lately? Today I want to help you get out of your own way. Welcome to Motivational Mondays with your host, Redone. Hope this motivates you to live better than best and be uplifted, inspired, and transformed. But before we really dive in, I'd love for you to take a second and subscribe to this podcast channel and leave a review on iTunes and write a comment so more people can be motivated like you are. And also, if you haven't followed me already on Instagram and Twitter, follow me at R3DONE underscore 93. That's at Redone underscore 93. With all that said, now let's dive in. We often want it so badly that we ruin it before it even begins. Overthinking, fantasizing, imagining, expecting, worrying, and then doubting. Stop standing in your way. When I begin to think of the many times in my life I've stood in my own way, one in particular story comes to mind. See, growing up, I would always play baseball every year. I was a second baseman, an outfielder. I just kind of played wherever I was needed. They call that a utility player. I wasn't amazing. I probably wasn't the next Dustin Pedroia, but I was fairly decent and better than I probably gave myself credit for. But in my high school career, I spent most of my time as a pinch runner. So that means I would run for the pitcher and catcher because I was pretty quick and it was for them to save their legs during the rest of the game. I can remember in my junior year and we were facing our rivals, Texas High, and it was a super close game. We had a chance to win it in extra innings and I was put out there to run and there was two outs. There was runner on second and I was on first and our guy at the plate hits a frozen rope hits a line drive straight to the outfield. So I take off, head down, full speed. But there was one issue with that. I ignored the warning signs. I ran right into the tag of the third baseman. Needless to say, if I would have gotten out of my own way, gotten out of my own head and focused and looked up and been aware of my surroundings and not continued to run, then I probably would have been safe. Or if I wouldn't have hesitated that one second off the hit, I could have made it there in time. See, so many times in our life, we are unaware of ourselves. More so, we are unaware of where we are in perspective to those around us and how others see us differently than we see ourselves. See, no one can see 360. There are things behind you. There are traits about yourself that you won't even know. What I really love about this recent wave in Christianity is really taking up this Enneagram test, which is a glorified personality test, but it's pretty awesome because it really does show you a pretty accurate depiction of your personality traits. And I feel like to know others, we must first know ourselves. And to love others, we must first love ourselves. And we can't love ourselves if we don't know ourselves. And a lot of times we see people, not how they really are, but through the lens and the perspective of how we perceive them. And I also believe that's how we look at God. See, knowing yourself is knowing God. And knowing ourselves leads to humility. But knowing your bad traits doesn't make an excuse for them. You can't say, oh, I'm arrogant because I'm a type 3. Or, oh, I'm a perfectionist because I'm a type 1. If you don't understand the types, then I just encourage you to search the Enneagram and you'll understand what I mean by those things. But what I'm saying is, it's so much deeper than that. But to know yourself is to learn how to become your best self. And knowing yourself is not a crutch. It's not an excuse, but it's a tool to help you become the best that you can be. And being a Christian is not something you do. It is something that you are becoming. 
and it's something being done to you. By knowing yourself and by getting out of your own way, you are allowing God to do the work in your life because it's not behavior modification. It's soul transformation from the inside out. It's spiritual transformation from the inside out. Yes, it starts in. And you're not going to see your negative traits go away just by simply trying to not do them anymore. I think about that scripture in the Bible. I think it's in Romans, yeah, Romans 7, 15. And it says, I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. And I feel like that resonates so well in our life because if we don't understand why we do what we do, then we will not really understand why our life isn't going the way that we plan it. So I want to give you three quick ways of how you can get out of your own way and be going towards the life that God has called you to Number one is know yourself, know your strengths and weakness, and navigate your life accordingly. And number two, allow God to do a work in your life. So your journey starts with surrendering the idea that you have it all figured out, because honestly, we don't. I mean, I don't have it all figured out. I'm, I'm growing every day that just because I have a podcast and just because I lead at my church doesn't mean I have it all figured out. I'm growing just as you. And number three, give yourself grace to become better. Don't beat yourself up. Don't be your worst critic. Self-reflect. Do your best and allow God to handle the rest. The world was create, wasn't created in a day and you won't be your best overnight. Trust the process and give yourself the grace to grow daily. Regardless of the day-to-day progress, see that it's a marathon, not a sprint. So those three ways that you can get out of your own way was number one, know yourself. Number two, allow God to do a work in your life. And number three, give yourself the grace to become better. So I want to challenge you this week to take these, these three steps and choose to get out of your way. Choose to allow God to do something great in your life during this week. I'm praying for you, friend. I love you, friend. Now let's go live better than best. <laughs>